This is Tom Browning. This is Pat Lackey. This is Raquel Aurelia. My name is Kurt Evans. This is Rich Aurelia. Hi, hello, and welcome, everybody. This is George Grant of the Cincinnati Reds, and welcome. You're listening to the Red Hot Broadcast on RedHotMama.com. Welcome, baseball fans. You're listening to the Red Hot Broadcast on Red-Hot-Mama.com. This is your host, Amanda, and with me, as always, is Johnny. I am here. We're here at Great American Ballpark on May 12th. Uh, Votto, Votto bobblehead night. Votto, Joey Votto head. Joey Votto head night. Uh, it's a sellout game. They said it's the second biggest crowd in Great American Ballpark. Uh, so only after opening day, of course. Which just goes to show. And even though we're in the eighth inning, I would say the stadium is still pretty full. Of course, we're, I'm saying that from my view. From the Champions Club. <laughs> Not just to be from the Champions Club, but to be from inside the Champions Club, because by the time we got our tickets to the Champions Club, yeah. there were not they, three that were next to each no. other. It was like all different sections, and like, whatever. I just want a bobblehead doll. <laughs> so I got, mean, action figures. So you got two in section 303, but not in the same row, or you got one in section 304, you know, whatever. We figured this is no problem, because in the Champions Club, you can sit inside and you get all the free food that you want. But uh, it was pretty crowded in here uh, for a long time, wasn't it, Johnny? It was, and uh, so all the tables were full before the game started. It, like, well, in the Champions Club, in the place where all the free food is, there's a bunch of tables, and everyone was full. All of them were full. Yeah, tons of people standing around, too. Yeah, just lurking, waiting. Yeah, and standing and waiting for a table. All of them seemed to be getting, ta- getting finding open tables before we did. Of course, the one time we did almost have an open table was like... 60-year-old woman somehow comes from a different angle and is just like, oh, is this table? Are you leaving? I'm like, oh, we've been standing next to this table for 10 minutes. And she's like, oh. Yeah, and then, oh. <laughs> kind of turned around and said, oh. And then that was it. <laughs> then we ceased to exist in her mind, so. Whatever. So, whatever. I think that uh, we have, like, eaten our weight in free food in the gym. Champions Club today. They had the Thanksgiving baseball feast. (laughs) And I should mention that Chapman has taken the mound now, and he he did it. The Reds are down two to one. Um, Matt Latos had a pretty good start until he got into that fifth inning. He seems to be having problems in the fifth inning. I don't like it. No, I I, I bet he doesn't either. You don't think? (laughs) I imagine it's pretty rough for him. But it was looking so good there for a while. The Reds got on the board in the first inning. Yeah, and his first three innings, he just. Really pitch efficient and just completely in control. In fourth inning, he got into a little bit of trouble, but pitched out of it, didn't allow any runs. In the fifth inning, all hell broke loose. Which he still only allowed one run before the yeah. inning ended, which isn't bad. He yeah. left with the game tied, but like in that fourth and fifth inning, uh, more than he threw more than half the pitches for his whole start in those two. Yeah, that really sucks. And then it was well, Arredondo who came in in the sixth and gave up the <laughs> first other pitch run. or yeah. first batter at least a home yeah, run. Yeah, to... a home run, and then three strikeouts. What the hell? <laughs> I re- really wish you'd done the three, three strikeouts first. No kidding. That would have made everything all better. Yeah. So, yeah, here we are in the eighth inning, and we've got uh, the Cuban Missile up on the on the mound doing That's history. right. Hopefully we'll be able to uh, keep this lead at 2-1 to one and maybe see some, see the Reds turn it around a little bit um, in, the, uh, in the next inning, or in this inning, second second half of it. Anyway, so, yeah, we, we've eaten, like, our entire weight in food here. Um, there the are Rosa's a pizza lot of options, is good. Yes. Um, but the uh, pretzels are fabulous. They have both ra- like little pretzel breadsticks uh, covered in the in very good salt, and they also have sweet ones that are like covered yeah, in cinnamon, cinnamon and brown sugar. 
Oh, very, very good. There's also some um, some chili and cheese uh, pasta that we had. I had a portobello and Swiss sandwich. Um, there was uh, Montgomery and barbecue. There was, there's of course, brought hot dogs and bratwurst and, and hamburgers. hamburgers. Of course. There was, um, <laughs> there's beef stroganoff. Very typical ballpark food. Oh, yes. Let's see, uh, <laughs> the first batter of the inning popped up basically to the uh, pitching mound and uh, third baseman Todd <laughs> Frazier ran to the pitching mound and yelled at Chapman to get out of the way. <laughs> to catch it. Yeah, well, speaking of third baseman, poor, uh, poor Scotty Rowland, huh, on the DL before the game today with that persistent uh, shoulder soreness. Yep. What do you think is up with Scott Rowland? I don't know. I feel really bad for the guy. And I, do too. Pro- I would really like him to do well and hit and be a good player again, but I have a I mean, bad feeling about it. Dude's 37 years old, and he's had all those surgeries, what, like four surgeries on I, that shoulder? At least three. And, uh, and you know, it's, it's kind of hard to imagine that if it is really still bothering him, that um, that he's uh, going to be able to come back in any right. meaningful way. I mean, 37, come on. It, At third base? It, it's not out of the realm of possibility pitcher. that he's, his career is done. But they put him on the 15-day uh, disabled list to see yeah. how he'll respond to, you know, not doing anything. And yeah, give it, it gives Todd Frazier the opportunity to uh, play third for a, lo- a while. Oh, and there goes the Flames. Chapman has struck out the second batter of the inning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean Todd Frazier's really earned his earned his his playing time, and I gotta wonder about Scott Rowland because you know even I, how could it be that his shoulder hasn't it has to have been hurting him already, right? Right. It's either it, been it, already hurting him. It doesn't seem to me been like batting him. 170. There's no way yeah. it's just today that oh my shoulder hurts now. That's what I would think. Um, so maybe he's been fighting point, through yeah. it, or maybe it's been like I, I gotta wonder. I mean that guy has got he's kind of kind of a hero. You know he's kind of a superhero. I could see him. I can almost imagine him falling on a sword for the sake of the team, where it's just like I just don't have it anymore. Um, but the team's never gonna you know Dusty's never gonna play the young guy over me. So I'm just gonna say that my shoulders shoulders hurting me. It gives me a nice graceful exit. You know, I, I play the, uh, I, I get out of the way. So I don't know if that's if, if that's a possibility, but <laughs> it's something that came to mind as soon as yeah. I heard it because I gotta think, like, why is it suddenly bothering him now? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So um, what else did we eat? They got some. Fresh fruit, that was nice. Yeah, they're and salad. Fresh fruit and fresh some fruit salad. Fresh fruit and salad, which is surprising. Um, popcorn, and, ice and cream treats. Yes, don't forget the ice peanuts. cream treats. Um, yeah, seriously. And um, the place, this place has just been jumping the entire time we've been here. I mean, it is cram-packed. This is probably the deadest it's been, but there's still constant people, people constantly getting drinks, and oh no. Oh no. Chapman fielded that one and threw it away. So, yeah. Yeah. So if you hear George talking in the background and it's on a little bit of a delay, that's because we're watching the game out the window and we can see what's happening. But the, the game is also on the TVs here in the Champions Club and people are behind us watching it on the TV. So uh, we'll know that something's happened. We'll applaud a little bit and then you'll hear like the crowd um, <laughs> cheering behind us, you know, five to, five to ten seconds later. Yeah, that, that ball that Chapman just threw to Votto at first wasn't even close to Votto. It nailed the runner in the, uh, looked like right in the, almost in the back of the kneecap. Oh, and speaking of other injuries. Yeah, I was just going to say. The uh, Nationals catcher, Wilson Ramos. Um, Have we got to witness him finishing his season? No. <laughs> Ending his season. 
Yeah, he was really running bad. back to catch a passed ball. And as he was to turning set to, to set up to throw it to whichever base he needed to, he just fell on his his knee fell apart. So no yeah. results yet at the recording. It, or but, what, but, uh, uh, it looked like but I'm dude guessing dude was not moving. He was like yeah. he was like on the ground and not moving. Yeah. Just imagine what that feels like. People falling apart all over. Yeah. <coughs> but it's been a pretty good trip to the old ballpark so far. I'd tonight. say so. We got in got in uh, way before the gates opened, much earlier than I thought. We thought I th- we thought that the ga- gates opened two hours before time, and but in fact it's only 90 minutes. And so uh, we went over to the uh, to you know Wrigley South over there, Christian Moorline Logger House, and. Uh, <laughs> Right. I don't know what I don't I haven't figured that place out because we went in there was a lengthy lengthy line um, and they told us there was a two hour wait for a table and we're like well the gates open in 30 minutes so I don't, <laughs> I don't think that I'm going to be here um, but so so we got a beer and we sat out in the lobby and drank the beer and that was good but there was just the streams of people that were just going in and in, in so I think there must be like open seating or there must be but the strange thing is and I, I could see <laughs> when I went up to the bar to get a drink I could see the actual legitimate seating from there, uh-huh. and most of it was empty. Oh, that's what some of the people in the lobby were talking about. The woman was complaining that most of it, the seating was empty, but she said they didn't have the staffing. So they had, uh, they've got the seats, but they don't have the staff to serve to serve all the seats. On a Saturday? On a Saturday, Joey Votto bobblehead night. Do they not have a copy of the schedule? Hello. I, yeah. They really should during baseball season make sure to look ahead. Maybe a all bit. of their servers like quit in protest of that whole Wrigley South bullshit that was going on there. Those poor guys, though. You know, like I don't know whether uh, whether they were thought they were being smart, Alex, and it was something they could get away with, or whether they were really genuinely made a big mistake. That was a, uh, a real real egg on their face. Done. Yeah. So as we've been talking, the uh, runner that was on advanced on the overthrow from Chapman did steal third. So we've got a guy on third with a full count and two outs. And Chapman just No big deal. It's Chapman. A hundred mile per hour fastball. No biggie. Of course. Now watching the, that list of K's um, Keeps growing. develop in the, uh, in the bleachers out there. Right. It's pretty impressive. I, or that brief pause was me checking to see that the recording was still working yes, last for no time, reason at all. Nothing. Yeah, not no. because the last time we tried to record an eighth inning show like three minutes before the end of the program, it was the recorder stopped recording. No, that didn't happen. <laughs> it was too bad. It was a pretty decent, pretty decent podcast, too. Talked about a lot of stuff. But this time, so once we got into the ballpark, we immediately went down the slides. Yes. the first game we were here, we didn't know there was a slide. Actually, the first two, we didn't know there was a slide. Third game we came to, it was closed. Because, because of, of the rain. rain. Because of you the know? rain, they had the batting cages closed, so therefore the slide was closed. Oh, okay. Because not, the, it's not that the rain rendered the slide unusable. Right. For some reason, they didn't want people to go down there via the slide. Because oh, it's just because they didn't uh, have anyone down there to send anyone back up. I guess. <laughs> But this time it was open, so we got to got to enjoy the slide. There's also a rock climbing wall here for some reason. Yes, the uh, some place in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, was yeah having a little promotion to win a free too. trip. Yeah, it reached almost all the way to the Champions Club, which is on the third story. That's the third floor. And the um, 
Yeah, there wasn't a line or anything. I don't no. know. Maybe pe- kids' parents were scared off by the height of it because it was pretty tall. But you know, they got Whatever. the harness on. It's all good. So got to got to enjoy that. Not not me, but the red hot child over there. Gotcha. Yeah, I was kind of tempted. But... <laughs> you could. I'm sure you could have done it. I wonder if I would have had to sign the waiver for myself. I wonder. <laughs> and then came up here and started like eating like pigs. Pretty much. The most, only thing, the, the only thing missing, because there's no place to get a chair. The only thing missing was the oinking. Maybe we could add that on now. Yeah. I mean, we haven't left yet. Oh look, there's the Reds' number one fan. Oh boy, it's the cheesy dance cam right what now. What a goofball! I don't think he really is the number one fan. I think he's a, a big fan of himself. Yes, well, he's his <laughs> own number one fan. So. <laughs> Looking out for number one. <laughs> So, Steph, we're going into the bottom of the eighth. Uh, the Reds are down by one. Cozart, well, they got the uh, top of the lineup starting off the inning, so it'll be Cozart, Stubbs, and Votto. I was like, I mean, I, like I say, you know, it's really only the innings where Votto is up that we have any hope. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I can't, can't take take those, you know, you can't waste those. Every you time. Really careful with those. Every time he's left on base and the inning ends, Speaking of wasting yeah, I, I feel like he's like walking off the field going, damn it, am I the only one who can do anything around here? <laughs> I wonder if he would say that. I don't know if he would think that, but I mean, it would be true. <laughs> it would be kind of true. Sometimes. Like, Jay Bruce has been <laughs> pretty good this that. year, but yeah. yeah. So Of course, uh, he doesn't bat right behind Votto. L- l- let's come back to I'm that. Sorry. Right now, I want to I talk about something else. And that is um, what Dusty Baker did yet again with the pitcher, with the starting pitcher. Uh, in the what, when did he leave? He left in the in the he left after the fifth, after right? the fifth. So, so he didn't pitch the sixth. So, so in the bottom of the fifth, pitcher spot comes up. Second in the uh, second up in the inning. And, and so who does Baker send out there to pit to bat? Matt Latos. Yes. <laughs> who pitches in the the top of the next inning? Not Matt Latos. This is like at least the third time that Baker has done this. And this it's season. the second consecutive game. Why does what is he thinking? What is going on? Do you have any guesses? What would know. inspire a person to say, I mean, Oh, well, we're gonna take him out in the next inning. Well let's go ahead and let the crappy pitcher bat. At least yesterday it was Mike Leek. You know, he may be a better batter than he is a pitcher right now. Cozart just flew out to the center fielder. Damn it, Cozart. Yeah, like yesterday made some sense too, because Leek was leaving after three innings. Yeah. So, like, yeah, you might want to conserve your bench there a little bit. Maybe. Maybe. But I, I don't know. I mean, especially if you know that Roland's hurting, which he may have known. <laughs> but this time, oh, they've already, they, they called up, they put Roland on the DL, but they did call up a guy, and he's here in the ballpark now, uh, Mike Costanza. Yeah. It's just a Yeah, I, I guess he has never taken, taken the field for a major league team, so we'll uh, yeah. his debut if he gets in the game. But right now we got Drew up, so... So I, yeah, I don't know what Baker's thinking. Sometimes, most of the time, all the time, he's my least favorite manager ever. Well, you know, the number of times uh, I have told you that it's it's my opinion that um, Dusty Baker should be subject to the whim, should be subject to the to the approval of just any random row of Reds fans. So choose choose somebody in the stadium, a row that's clearly Reds fans, 
people that are you know, close enough to the dugout, and then Dusty Baker should be able, should go to that group of people and say, I'm about to make this decision. I'm about to, I'm going to take Latos out at the top uh, in the top of the next inning, but I'm about to have him bat right now. You think that's a good idea? And if those guys say, no, Baker, that's dumb, he should, he should not. He should have to not right. make that decision. Because I, like I got to think any random group of, of Reds fans <laughs> would know that this was not a good idea, and yet Dusty Baker makes that decision. And all he does stuff like that all the time. He's such a good guy, such a bad manager. It's just a sad, sad story. Drew Stubbs has a has two <laughs> balls and one strike on him right now. Here comes the pitch. And it was a Looking at the strike. fastball strike down the middle of the plate. Great. Two and two. It's a good pitch to hit. Fastball. One would think. One would think Drew Stubbs would like a fastball, but... I mean, being fast like he is, you'd think that would be right up his alley. <laughs> you would think. Count is even, and here comes a ball. Curveball outside. Two balls, two strikes. <laughs> no, George. <laughs> the delay kills me sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is kind of a boring podcast right now. Well, at this moment, because we're waiting to see what the hell Drew Stubbs going to do. Full count, here comes the payoff. He's going to fall this off, isn't he? No, no, he's going to strike out. Strike out. Oh. Okay, so what was the other thing that you were gonna just about to uh, complain about? I wanted to go back to the thing about Latos being batting with that. I said, hold on, hold that thought about that other thing that you were angry uh, about. I don't remember. I'm okay, afraid. we'll have to. We'll have to. Um, I'm sure it'll come up again because it's a thing we've talked about before. All right, two outs in the bottom of the eighth, and the Reds' best chance to score comes up. Joey you know, for, for a change, Joey Votto could tie the game just by himself here. He doesn't actually <laughs> have to depend. It's like when Votto comes up and they're down by four, yeah. and, and there's no one on. It's like, there's not a whole lot he can do. And what he ends up doing is you know, working a walk. So, I don't think he works any walks. I think they just walk him. Yeah, well, this first one was like in the dirt. The first pitch was in the dirt. Yes. So, I don't think that oh, can do no. anything to hit. I doubt it. Well, of course not. Oh, this is what it was. There, it, um, who bats fourth behind him? Who protects him? That's right. Brandon Phillips. He's a fine hitter, though he's not doing very good right now. Jay Bruce is. He should be batting fourth. He yeah. is... But, you know, Dusty Baker's very married to the notion, to the idea, the fear, that if he puts his two, the only two lefties, in the lineup next to each other, the other team is just going to bring in their left-handed specialist, and he's, he's going to mow both of them down, and then the, the threat is neutralized. But is this really likely to happen? I it, mean... It's ridiculous, <laughs> because here's... Even if that does happen, the left-handed specialist isn't going to come in until when? After the guys have batted twice already? Exactly. You know, they, they, they don't have that many left-handed specialists. They can just put them in every no. time Votto comes up for the bat. They're likely to face I mean, the starter that a couple would, times. That would mean they would have to do it in the first inning, and then again in the fourth <laughs> inning, and then again in the seventh <laughs> inning. No, it's... <laughs> they just don't have that many left-handed specialists. But not only that, but Votto hits left-handed pitching. Yeah. And, and I, don't know, I don't know if Bruce does, but and I actually haven't looked up Votto, I but just, I remembered having this argument last year, too, like... This is the stupidest thing in the world. Why wouldn't you choose the best protection for Joey Votto? Because this whole left-hand argument is ridiculous because he hits left-handed pitching. In fact, as I recall last year, he hit it better than right-handed pitching. Yeah, I do want to look up those stats, but I think both hit left-handers just fine. There's no real need to be that worried about it. It would be better to have Jay Bruce get more at-bats and Joey Votto walk less, you know, Yeah. than 
the occasion when the best left-handed reliever in the game gets both of them out, you know? Yeah, and yeah, this is, I don't know if it would really make a difference. I, I kind of think Ooh. these little things, you know, each one individually maybe doesn't at all, but these little managerial decisions over time add up to, you know, you know over the course of the season you're losing, you know, an extra, what, four games or something like that, and that can make a big difference. I mean, that that does add up. We got you're a, talking about the change of, you know, the, the definition of uh, who wins the, the division. Got four games could make a big difference. Full count on Votto now, and surprise, surprise, <laughs> they walked What? It. Joey Votto never takes a walk, and he looks pissed about it. He thought maybe he had something he could hit, maybe. Or... Probably gets tired of being walked all the time. <laughs> damn it. I could have helped. Well, and that's the thing, another maybe, thing. That... Maybe he's down there going, damn it, here comes Phillips. I guess Phillips is not great, you know. Phillips he, is he hasn't had a good year, He's not hitting too well this year. Yeah. Hey, he leads the National League. Joey Votto has 31 walks. Number two in the National League, Chase Headley, 24. Oh, Joey Votto no. walks about once a game. Joey Votto is This is, is the thirty-third game they're playing right now. Yeah, speaking of of um, incredible, ridiculous stats for the number of games. What did I say? Um, Hamilton has eighteen, 18. home runs. Eighteen. What is? That's incredible. It is. So does that mean uh, he's found his stroke then? I guess a little bit. Dude, if he, I, he can't keep that up, right? No. I mean, he's not on steroids, is he? He's just like that. He's just like that. Incredible. The power of Christ. <laughs> well, that's true. The power of Christ and lack of Jack Daniels. <laughs> so, so now we have Brandon Phillips stepping in. I like Brandon Phillips' stance. Uh, it seems like there was some baseball video game. And, not, and before baseball video games, like, had the specific players' names and the specific players, like, everything about them. There was, like, some character in one of the baseball Nintendo baseball games that, uh, that had that stance. And that's what it always makes me think of. Yeah, technology's pretty nice. awesome, but uh, there's some very charming stuff about some of those older older uh, technologies. But Brandon, Brandon Phillips ha- is hitting 255 on the season. Yeah, it's not exactly a cleanup hitter. No, it's not. And he just took strike one, one and one. So you're saying that uh, earlier you made some sort of sna- some sort of um, joke on. Or maybe not even really a joke, just kind of a snide comment about how uh, Hannigan should be leading off. Yeah. Right, Hannigan should be leading off because his on-base percentage is so... Yeah. Well, he's a right-hander. Maybe he could clean up. (laughs) (laughs) He just walks a lot, though. (laughs) Hey, you know, that'd be pretty good. Maybe they'd be... After, after they've walked Votto, you know, they've lost control of the strike zone. Maybe they'd be more than more likely to walk Hannigan. I like that idea. Unless he walks because there he's before the pitcher. In which case, he would lose that advantage. He would. But then they could take somebody who doesn't walk a lot and put them there, and then, you know, maybe they would learn how to judge a strike for Like change. Brandon Phillips? hi <laughs> No. He's actually gotten quite a bit better over the last few years at walking. <laughs> well, you know, all they got to do is change jerseys and no one would know them apart. That'd be funny. <laughs> Trying to pick off Joey. Again. Again. That was the second time? Uh, Joey already got picked off that time, remember? Well, that wasn't a... Well, that was a line out to the shortstop. And they threw to first and got him off. Well, that's out. true. It wasn't, a, it wasn't, it wasn't a, truly a pickoff. That's true pickoff. You raise an excellent point. He was probably a little too far... Leading too far off the bag in that inning. But... Yeah. Sure. Okay. One and one. 
Tyler Clifford is pitching for the Nationals. Ball two. Uh oh, not the hiccups. No, just a little bit of a hiccup there because I've uh, eaten so much food today. Uh huh. I feel like I ought to be like too large for this chair after all that food that I ate. We've seen some people <laughs> too large for their chairs. It's true. It's true. They've gone through an exceptional amount of food here at the Champions Cup today. The number of times they've had to go and refill the ice cream cooler, and they just like pour, just yeah. like pour ice cream sandwiches and stuff in well, there. There's one they have to person's job. Who it, her job is to just keep cups filled with ice for the uh, yeah. soda machine. And people pick up the cup of ice and they go fill it. Why the why the ice maker and the soda machine doesn't work, I don't know. But you know, maybe that would it, be. It might work. It just. Can you imagine the line? The line could get to be kind it, of intense. Not only that, but if it stopped, you know, like if it ran out of ice, then how would anyone know? And you know, it's probably just a lot. It's probably just better operationally to pay someone minimum wage to fill out, fill the ice cups, or maybe they're volunteers. I know they're volunteers sometimes at some of the places. Whoa. Ken was even on Brandon Phillips, and uh, they threw inside and almost hit him. Well, I'm glad they didn't. It was a ball. We don't need another injury. Oh. Curve toward his head. Phillips needs to learn to lean in. <laughs> oh. Use your head, buddy. <laughs> oh, not on. <laughs> not on the lean in? No. <laughs> It's actually a little bit chilly out here today. Yeah, it is chillier than I expected. So now the a full count on Phillips. And Phillips fouled off down the line. Yeah, we put on our t-shirts and shorts and everything. Wore sandals and didn't bring a sweatshirt because it was supposed to be warm. It's actually a little chilly. Of course, it might just be chilly in here. I don't know how it feels outside. Right. <laughs> it's been some crazy weather, though. It's like... 75, it feels swelteringly hot, then it's like 72 and you're shivering a little bit. That's crazy. Oh, the uh, I hear my phone's making my the score update alert. The Reds were getting, the uh, Cardinals were getting completely spanked by the uh, Braves there for a minute. Let's yeah. see. It's like the, I can uh, see it on the outfield scoreboard. What is it? Braves 7, Cardinals 2. Oh, then the, then the Cardinals have scored because it was like 5 to nothing or something last time I It's looked. in the 9th. So that's looking good for the Braves. Go Braves, I guess. Yeah, they're doing the uh, all the stuff on the big board that's like, make a lot of noise, make a lot of noise, and you can see people out there making noise, and then you're here, and it's kind of like eerily quiet. No one yep. stood up and sang, for, no one stood up and sang for the, uh, take me up to the ball game. They did at least stand up for, this, for the national anthem. No, no one sang, I don't think, but... <laughs> That it feels kind of weird. It's like weird to clap on a good play in a room. Yeah, it's, it's Well, especially when we're watching the actual game and everyone else is watching TVs that are on a delay. <laughs> oh, and there's uh, Phillips made contact and flew out to right field. Well, this is not looking good for the Reds. And I need to get another ice cream sandwich, so I think we probably ought to wrap this up. Right. So, um, keep on believing out there, Reds fans. Things are uh, sure to get better. Now that we're rid of that pesky Scott Rowland. Yes. He's, <laughs> he's really been the problem. He's been the problem. <laughs> so, uh, keep your chin up, and uh, we'll see you at the ballpark.